0: Or some sort of spread and crackers and i don't see any of Not that listed? described that's very disappointing truth in advertising alaska airlines jesus um i'm gonna eat at the airport good did you know here's a fun fact to start the mini off with this is afternoonified i'm emily hi i'm sarah um did you know that when you eat mcdonald's at an airport it doesn't count <laughs> i mean nothing you get an eat at an airport counts yeah you can Airports eat a ba- don't count No, you can eat a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle, and your body won't know. Airports are another dimension entirely. It's true. Speaking of other dimensions. (laughs) um, Man, I think that's the smoothest I've ever opened a mini. And Mm. I didn't have my notes open. (laughs) Great. I mean, basic, basic uh, podcasting right there. Uh, Here's another fun fact. When I was wrapping up editing the mini that will be out when this is out whatever um i realized that i never actually finished my notes for this mini so i was listening to the playback of that mini while finishing up and the writing notes. your notes for this yeah. yes see i would not be able to do that i can't listen to music and write at the same time like even instrumental music is a little bit tough it's a a fun part of of adhd is that you not everybody obviously but um sometimes you work better when you have something like on the tv in the background or i have to write to instrumental music i can't do um silence i can't do silence and i can't really do stuff with with lyrics but um it's actually harder to work when it's silent that i wouldn't be able to do that but like it makes sense to me that like You just need, because sometimes it's, like, I find this, too, with, like, work or writing. It's, like, sometimes the boredom is what distracts me, like, not having something else to focus on. Yes. Um, That's why I listen to just episodes of last podcast that I've listened to a million times. It's not because I want to absorb something new, which is also why I'm, like, five episodes behind on the Adventure Zone. Uh, It's just because I want a familiar sound that I don't necessarily have to pay attention to. I have been binging all of You're Wrong About again for the same reason. It's just like, I could listen to new podcasts. I have plenty in my queue, but I'm going to listen to this podcast I've already listened to before. Just because I like the way their voices sound. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Heather, I saw a Tumblr post on Instagram or some combination of of social media forms being posted on one another. But it's like, if I don't have... External noise, then my brain makes its own noise, and brain noise (laughs) is way more distracting (laughs) than having the nanny on in the background. God forbid you have thoughts. (laughs) Mine are just so loud, and it's like recently it's just been my brain playing Kokomo by the Beach Boys (laughs) over and over again. I've been in one of those phases where I like get sucked into TikTok for like an hour. So then, like my internal monologue is just like TikTok sounds over (laughs) and over again, and it's so bad just terrible. Uh brains are fun. Yeah, I love it. Um but we're going to talk about um ectoplasm as a concept. <laughs> where where did this we talked about this. This is a definitely one where you mentioned it in a regular episode and you said we'll do a mini. Um no, actually it was written or this in has just been on the list. It's been on the list. I have I have a custom day planner and it has a a section for like blogging but I use it for the podcast cuz what is a podcast if not a loud blog. <laughs> and now there's a brainstorming section. So every month I try to like just pull stuff from the the depths of my own mind to fill in the brainstorming section so I can put it on our our spreadsheet. And this is one of them and it's uh the spooky season. So It is indeed spooky season. As I was telling Sadie, it's really been spooky season since like mid-July for me, but it's every day is spooky season when you're me. Uh, It's always spooky season in my heart. So yeah, uh, it's Halloween-ish. I don't remember when this comes out. Uh, It'll be before Halloween. Good. Man, the passage of time is the scariest (laughs) thing. I hate that we record these, and we only record like a week in advance, but I hate how it just makes time go that much faster. Yeah, the the minis get recorded like two weeks in advance, Uh, because how time works, but okay. So... Let's start with the very clinical Britannica version of what ectoplasm is. Perfect. The word ectoplasm... <laughs> Labster's Dictionary defines ectoplasm as... Uh, so the word ectoplasm is derived from the Greek word ectos, which means outside. Um, ectoplasm is a term that is used in two different manners. Uh, in terms of medical information, ectoplasm refers to the part of a common cellular construction. Um, and the term designates designates that portion of the cytoplasm found on the exterior of a cell. So it's like a squishy stuff that's in cells. I did not pay attention in biology. I didn't know that was a real thing. It is. And we'll get into why that matters. So it is a real thing in cells. I don't know anything about cell construction. I did the whole diagram and shit, but I don't. That was, when's the last time I took a biology class? 14 years ago? Yeah, something is the powerhouse of the cell mitochondria thank you (laughs) i that has stuck in my head continue so ectoplasm in occultism is a quote mysterious usually light colored viscous substance that is said to exude from the body of a medium in a trance and may then take the shape of a face a hand or complete body Uh, it is normally visible only in the darkened atmosphere of a seance an ectoplasm is said to be the substance involved in the materialation of spiritual bodies and the levitation of material objects is commonly explained by the gradual buildup of columns of ectoplasm underneath the objects, which is disgusting when you think about it. Just a lot of gooshy goosh. You're not levitating. You're basically just being raised by this ghost goo. Disgusting. Um, at the end of a seance, the ectoplasm generally disappears allegedly returning to the medium's body. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Funny how that's just very convenient for them. Isn't it? And how it's only visible in the dark? Yeah. Love that. And I'm guessing, well, actually, I was going to say people during the the spiritualist movement, which was the early 1900s, probably didn't have great vision because everyone was just kind of sick all the time. But they were exposed to less, I guess if they were exposed to less light, then their dim vision would be better. Maybe. It also could be, like, I mean, I know glasses obviously were a thing by then, but also probably people didn't have glasses as readily as, like, people do nowadays. Like, they're probably not as accessible. Yeah. I don't really know if um, seeing everything by, like, dim electric lights would would mean they had better night vision or just poor ocular health and care. Um, Anyway, so ectoplasm uh, emerged as a—I should cite my sources— uh, Britannica, how stuff works, and popular science. Ah, oh, excellent. So ectoplasm emerged as a way for mediums to, quote, show people that spirits really did exist and could uh, physically manifest. And usually this ectoplasm would ooze from the body, um, the mouth, the ear, other orifices. Yep. <laughs> you know, the other orifices. You know, those other ones. I don't know how often that came up. But it had to come up enough for it to be noted in every article I read about it. Oh, lovely. So there was just... I mean, I guess they couldn't mean nostrils. Sure. But is it not funnier to think of butt exoplasm? That would have made A Haunting in Connecticut a very different film. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that would be one of the easier ones to generate it from. Because, like, you can't really talk when... You know, we'll talk about this after I debunk it. (laughs) Can we move on? (laughs) I'm just saying, like, you could pull it out of there easier when you're trying to fake it. Um, so, the ectoplasm tended to look like a gauzy, cloth-like material, and mysteriously took the form of faces of the spirit that was being invited to talk. And it is worth noting that 19th century psychologist and noble, prize-winning scientist Charles Richet first used the term ectoplasm, because he believed in it. <laughs> Boy. Our standards for... Well, if you think about all the really intelligent people who got sucked into spiritualism. This is fair. And also just some really dumb people. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking specifically of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, who, as we've discussed in previous episodes, was just a rube. But very talented. (laughs) I guess you can be... I saw a very interesting post the other day about, like, how you can be smart in one area and just a complete fucking idiot in the other, and they used Ben Carson as an example. <laughs> I, yes, I know people like this in my life that very, very smart people, but also absolutely the stupidest people I know. It's great. Well, unfortunately, all of this is a load of horse shit. <laughs> really? Yep. Something connected with 19th century spiritualism is bullshit? <laughs> What if they just accidentally summoned a ghost reel, which I think is the plot of the movie Ouija Origin of Evil. So I guess it's less of a what if and more of a go watch that movie. <laughs> so some of the most famous mediums were later found to be cutting out pictures from newspapers and using the cover of darkness to manifest it. Others would just swallow some cloth or paper and spit it up for effect. Uh, cheesecloth was particularly useful. I to say, that's the first thing I think about. Who was the lady who had all the pictures taken of the octoplasm? What was her name? Um, I had her name. Helen Duncan. Yes. Yeah, she was one of the, the more famous ones. And it's, I hate to say this, but it's just cheesecloth. Um, it, it is. What it, it is th- easily just cheesecloth. It is worth noting that, like, her claims of being a medium um, caused her to be the last person to be imprisoned under the Witchcraft Act of 1735. <laughs> uh, she is a mini all of her own. Like, f- I know I say we'll do a mini on it as a joke now to bug Sarah, but, like, it's legitimately fucked up. Yeah, we we could probably touch on her someday. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's in 1944. Um, so... I bet you're saying, Emily, there are pictures and it is very easy to find lots of photographic evidence of ectoplasm, which we just discussed there was a lady who's famous for it. Um and it probably isn't a huge surprise that people took these pictures as solid proof. And in the starting days of photography, it was easy to assume that they weren't faked because, you know, why why would they be? Yeah. Or you know, if there were any like white splotches on a badly developed picture or that kind of thing. People didn't have a reason to believe that it was fake. Yeah, they wanted, and also they wanted to believe it was real. Yeah. Especially in the case of spiritualism, where it's very much driven by people, like, wanting to connect with the other world, and especially their loved ones in the other world. Any proof that that is a thing that exists and is possible to reach is something they're going to gravitate to. Yeah, and and also, there was some scientific, quote-unquote, uh, backing, because um, the concept is dumb. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But in the mid-1800s, scientists had discovered the gelatinous substance or plasm inside plant and animal cells, which they believed to be the basis for all life on Earth. And this is the early, the mid-1800s. Okay. So <laughs> the term protoplasm and by extension ectoplasm was first defined in 1835 as, um, sorry, I completely forgot how to read, I guess. Okay, so the the term was first defined in 1835, and advocates of the protoplasm concept implied that cells were either fragments or containers of protoplasm. So basically, they thought that that cells, because our microscopes weren't that good back then, couldn't (laughs) really get in there and see all of the bits, um, they thought it was just to hold this goo. The weakness of the concept was its inability to account for the origin of form structures within the cell. So, like, there are different parts of the cell. Including the nucleus, which I do remember, that is indeed part of the cell. Yeah, so if the cell is just a container for this goo, like why would it have different sections? Right. Uh, today, the term is used to mean simply the cytoplasm and nucleus. Uh, the word protoplasm is somewhat unpopular in modern biology, although the term protoplasmic streaming is constantly is commonly used to describe the movement of the cytoplasm. So. <laughs> I hate that I had to get into cell biology to do this fucking mini. I did not know. I am just barely following this. I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the word still exists. We just use it for something else because it's a fun word. I assume that's why. So, yeah, we don't use it anymore. Uh, People figured out that they were faking the pictures. The concept of ectoplasm just kind of died out with the spiritualism movement Um, until. And now it's just a plot point in movies sometimes. Man, Ghostbusters is good, though. Do you ever have an Ecto cooler? Maybe. What flavor is it? I was not drinking juice at the time that they were popular. I, if I had ever had one, I would not remember. This was also like very what probably very early nineties, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, hold on. My memory does not go back that far. <laughs> I mean, buck buck it, wild does, if it did. but it's like very, uh, very selective. Uh, it's tangerine flavored. Not what I expected. It's green. It was released in nineteen eighty nine. Okay, I assume to coincide with uh, the real Ghostbusters, the cartoon, I believe. Anyway, oh, they relaunched it in twenty sixteen. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Got a you got to market straight to that nostalgia, that millennial nostalgia. I think that's when the uh, basically the, what's driving the economy these days. Well, yeah, I think that was when the second to last Ghostbusters movie came out. You know, the good one. Anyway, I, I know that kind of petered out, but th- that's the, the facts. Like, ectoplasm is real. I mean, that real. is ectoplasm kind of petered out, it sounds like. So, thematically appropriate. I'm going to have a hell of a time trying to edit around me stumbling, talking about cell parts. Have fun with that. Yeah. Yeah, I almost <laughs> texted you and I was like, I'm just going to have to read a story. I forgot about this, but I made a commitment and I'm sticking to it. I'm very proud of you. Well, anyways, guys, happy Halloween happy spooky halloween bye i don't i even know what that's about goodbye we love you for more podcasts like the one you just listened to go to sobelowmedia.com this this is as above so below